Mercury is a project by Jeremy Jackson, which allows you to edit sections of an HTML page directly in line in the browser. For example, on the project page here, if we click on test it out, and so this brings up a toolbar at the top here, and then highlight certain sections of the page in a blue border. And these sections are now editable directly in line here. So we could choose to maybe make this part italic, uh, maybe make this a link here, paste in a URL, and maybe change the colors here of this text, and so on. And then we can hit preview and see what it looks like uh, to as the end result. And we can click save and then send those changes off to the, uh, the server so that they can actually be saved in the database. Really awesome editor here. So let's see how to use this inside of a Rails application. So what I have right here is a simple content management system where I have a page model in the background and currently three page records where I have different pages here and each one has a name and some content here. And I would like a way to edit the content in line directly using Mercury. And currently, as you can see, there's no way to edit the pages. So let's add that functionality. The first step is to go into your gem file and add the Mercury Rails gem here. Now the development on this gem changes pretty rapidly. So I'm actually going to grab the version off of the git head. And here's the commit SHA if you need that to know which version I'm using in this episode. And then run the bundle command to install it. And then we can run Rails generate Mercury install to install Mercury. And then it asks us if we want to add the layout and CSS override files. I'll say yes here. And then that tells us we need to run a couple more commands here to generate the migration files and then to migrate the database, just like that. So if you check out your application, you can see that there's now a Mercury.js file under the app assets directory here. And if we click on it, you can see that there are, are a lot of comments and various configuration options you can uh, use to fully configure the Mercury editor. Now we'll get to this in a minute, but right now I want to address the loading of this because right now this is going to be loaded on every single page of our application with a default Rails 3.1 application because the application.js file loads the entire uh, JavaScript's directory here. However, you probably don't want this because Mercury is quite JavaScript heavy and you really only need to load it on the Mercury editor pages. So you may want to change your application.js file to only load whatever other files are in here, or you can, as an alternative, move Mercury.js out maybe into the vendor assets directory or somewhere else. And if you want, you could do the same thing for the Mercury stylesheet file that is included as well here. So now with Mercury installed, we now have access to the Mercury editor from any page in our application by simply prefixing the URL with slash editor. And then that will add the Mercury toolbar to that page in the site. So now that we know how to access the editor, we can add the edit page link right here. So here's what that show template looks like. And we can just replace that to do statement here with a call to link to and say edit page, and then just pass it the uh, slash editor path followed by our request uh, path here. And that will be the current page, uh, but the editable version. So now clicking this edit page link here opens up that Mercury toolbar. Now, currently none of this page is editable because you have to mark sections as editable. And there's two sections I want to do this. Uh, one is the title of the page here and one is the content. And each of these map to columns in our database on our page model. So going back to the show template, we could just wrap each of these sections with an HTML tag here. 
Um, let's just make this one a div and we'll give it an ID so that this will be the name of the attribute as it's sent to the server. So we can call this page content. And then to make this editable, you have to add a class of mercury-region. And then you have to add a data type saying as editable. And that way you'll be able to edit this using the Mercury editor. And then I need to do the same thing to this uh, name up here. But because this is inside of an H1, I'm just going to give it a span tag and I'm going to name it page name and then in that span tag there. So now we can try this out by clicking the edit page link again. And this time we get two editable regions here. One is the name, we can change that to whatever we want and then we can customize the content here and it's fully editable. For example, you can add items to the list, you can indent the list, and just all of the features you have available to you as a WYSIWYG editor, but you're actually editing the HTML here. And then you can preview the page and then save it. But of course, saving won't work here because uh, we haven't set that up on the Rails application yet. However, notice that this URL here is the URL for the original page, and it's actually going to submit a post request to this URL with the changes. However, I want to customize this a bit and choose a different URL for it to submit the uh, Mercury changes to. So this means I need to go into my routes file and make a new route here for Mercury to submit its changes to. By the way, while I'm here, notice that uh, Mercury added a line to our routes file, which makes it possible to do that editor in the URL to uh, access the Mercury editor. Now, what I wanna do here is make a new route on this page's resource here. And I'll make it a member action and it's going to be a post request because that's what Mercury submits by default. And let's just call this Mercury uh, Update. And so that means I need to make this Mercury Update action on the Pages controller. So inside of my Pages controller, I'll make that uh, Mercury Update action. And then this fetches a page. And then I update that page. And then I just am going to render out an empty string response. So now we just need to tell Mercury about this URL to use to update it. And whenever I need to pass URLs to JavaScript, I like to do that through a data attribute in the HTML. So I'm going to actually add this to the edit page link we have here. And so first let me give this an ID attribute because uh, this way we can access it. And then let's give it a data attribute. And by the way, Rails 3.1 makes it kind of nice to access and add data attributes here by just specifying a data hash. And then we can call this uh, save URL. And then let's go to the Mercury update uh, page path, and then just pass in our path for uh, the page. That's it. Now to tell Mercury about this URL, we can do so at the bottom of the Mercury JavaScript file here. And I'm just going to paste in some code here to help speed things along. Basically all we're doing is binding to the Mercury ready event here so that it gets triggered whenever Mercury is fully loaded. And then we uh, need to fetch the actual edit link through the Mercury iframe because what it does is it's loading the page inside of an iframe and we actually have to fetch the contents of that first and then fetch the edit link through that to access it. And then we can set the Mercury save URL to that links data save URL. And then I'm going to just hide the link so it doesn't confuse anyone because we're already on the edit page. So now when I click on the edit page link, it brings up the editor and notice that there's no more edit page link here and we can try changing something and then click on save. And then notice we didn't get an error dialog box, so it must have submitted it to that action. Now, if you look at the development log, you can see it actually did trigger that Mercury update action here. 
and it submitted some content here, and this is actually inside of a JSON string. And this contains all the attributes necessary for updating our page model here. Now it does have some option to uh, choose a different style of submitting it instead of using JSON. And if you want to configure this behavior, you can do so under the Mercury layout file that was generated here. And notice it has an option for changing the save style right here. So you can change it to either form or JSON. So I'm going to change it to form right here because JSON is the default. And so now with that change, if we try editing our page again and saving it, now you can see in the log when it calls the Mercury update action here, it's going to submit the parameters as nested parameters here with content being the first one and then it's being the going to be the ID of the HTML tag and then it's going to be have a value parameter here which we can then access to update our page. So now inside of that controller action, let's update that page model here by setting the name to uh, params content and it's inside of the page name and then value. And then it's very similar for the actual content, page content here. Set it to page content and then call page.save to save those attributes. So now we can try this out. Um, I'll edit one more part of this page here. Maybe make that italic and click on save. And then even though it doesn't look like anything happened here, it actually did save the record in the database. And if I go to that actual page, you can see that those changes have taken place. Now it might be nice that after a page is saved, it actually takes us to that page. And we can make that customization instead of the mercury.js file here. At the bottom, I'll just uh, paste in some code to do this. Basically, if we bind to the mercury saved event, and then when that happens, we can just change the window location to the window location without the editor option right here. And so now the next time we make a change and then click on save, it'll actually take us back to that page. Now there's so much more to Mercury that I can't cover here in this episode, but I encourage you to check out the Mercury.js file and just read the comments there for an idea of what is possible. For example, you can customize exactly what shows up in the toolbar here. Uh, there's various features like snippets and history and notes that you can enable and customize and uh, just so much more. So check out the Mercury.js file for details. Well, that finishes up this episode on Mercury. It's an awesome little project that's a lot of fun to use. By the way, it does require a modern browser, so keep that in mind as you're considering using it. Well, thanks for watching. The pro episode this week is on running JavaScript from directly within Ruby. As web applications become more and more heavy on JavaScript, it's nice to be able to remove duplicate logic from the server and the client side, and I'll show you how. To watch that episode and all other pro and revised episodes, just head on over to railscast.com pro and then sign up there for just $9 per month.